0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد عن إبراهيم وحسين رضي الله تعالى عنهما قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الحياة لا يأتي إلا بخير متفق عليه وفي رواية الحياة خير كله وقال أو قال الحياة كله خير أو قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Imran bin Hussain is the narrator of the hadith he says that Rasulullah said al Haya la ya'ti illa bi khayr Modesty haya shame will bring nothing but goodness in the riwayat of Muslim Sharif the hadith is mentioned in the following manner al Hayau khayrun kulluhu Hayat is every source of khayr and goodness In yet another it is mentioned Al-khaya'u kulluhu khayr haya, shame, modesty every part of it brings only khayr, brings only goodness From these various narrations of this particular hadith we can see the extreme benevolence, the extreme importance Credibility that our shariat places upon developing this quality of haya and shame As we mentioned in previous ahadith that haya, shame, modesty This forms part of iman So the more we will develop this quality within ourselves In essence, in reality, we are increasing the level of our iman What is haya, what is shame, modesty for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we find in one hadith Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said anna nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qala lirajulin istahhi minallah kama tastahhi rajulam min salih ashiratik Have this much consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that if you found yourself in a compromising situation with the senior or the pious people of your family the action that you are doing would you tolerate that you do this particular action in front of some senior member or some pious person of your family if the action is such that it affects your heart and you feel that you will not be, will not do such a thing in front of another human being somebody pious or somebody holding a position in your family then how is it possible that you can do the same action in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? In other words, have this in other words, shame, this sharam, this consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That in fact is haya. Another riwayat that is mentioned, Al-Istihya min Allah What is haya? What is shame? What is this consciousness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? An tahfadha al-ra'sa wa ma wal-batna wa ma hawa. وَإِن تَذْكُرَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْبِلَىٰ وَمَنْ أَرَادَ الْآخِرَةَ تَتَرَكَ زِينَةَ الدُّنْيَا فَمَنْ فَعَلَ ذَٰلِكَ فَقَدْ, استح... فقد إِسْتَحْيَا مِنَ اللَّهِ What is haya for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect every limb of the body, the sins of the face, the sins of the stomach, in other words what you consume etc. The consciousness of moth of death, of the fact that your body is going to perish in the ground. The consciousness, the one who desires akhirat, he will abstain from the attraction of this world. In other words, every part of our body, from head to toe, this consciousness of the shortness of life, the realization that we have to stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in akhirat, all this forms part of haya. Develop this to such an extent, what is haya? Haya is a deterrent. Haya is something that is going to stop us from the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Haya is to have this consciousness, my Allah is looking at me. Another human being sees me doing this, I won't tolerate it. How can I tolerate that my Allah is looking at me doing this? Every aspect, whether it comes the sins of the eyes, the sins of the head, the sins of the mind, the sins of the stomach, the sins of the hand, the sins of the feet, every aspect... Of Allah ta'ala's disobedience to be consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To have this haya, this shame, this modesty. Allah's Rasul sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam sallam says, فَمَنْ فَعَلَ ذَٰلِكَ The one who does this فَقَدْ استَحْيَى مِنَ اللَّهِ He has achieved haya and shame from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Such modesty prevents the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Such modesty protects one from evil character. Such modesty protects one from a host of immodest actions, if he will develop this within himself. One question ulama-i raised based on this particular hadith where Rasulullah says Al la ya'ti illa bi khair, al khayrun kulluhu That haya, shame, modesty, incorporates within it every khayr, every benefit, every goodness. Sometimes a person Out of his shame Out of his modesty This sometimes becomes A deterrent for goodness You tell a person Give it. Speak of Allah Ta'ala's greatness Invite towards good Forbid from evil So he says Nene, I can't do it I'm feeling ashamed I'm feeling embarrassed It's hard for me to speak In front of people Example Or Sometimes A person's haya And shame And modesty Stops him from upholding the truth, or from upholding shariat. So the question is raised that if sometimes haya or so-called haya and shame and modesty can be a deterrent to discharging the haq and the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then how can haya be every form of khayr, every form of goodness? The answer to this, ulama give, is that, I'm reiterating that sometimes due to modesty, a person abstains from enjoining good and forbidding evil, and fulfilling the rights of others. They say, أَلَّذِي يُجِبُ فِي شَيْءٍ مِّن حُقُوقِ اللَّهِ أَوْ عِبَادِهِ مِنَ That weakness or that shortcoming which brings about a shortcoming in fulfilling the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or that of the slaves of Allah one's fellow human beings that is not from haya. You may claim your modesty or your shame is stopping you. They say, in fact, that is a sign of weakness and cowardice. When you, when, it, when this so-called haya and shame, to stay away from upholding the truth or enjoining good or forbidding evil or speaking the haq or standing up for the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is not haya. That is cowardice. That is weakness. Haya, shame, modesty... This is that beautiful, park, pure consciousness that we have to develop within our hearts. This awareness and consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which in fact is part of Iman. And the more we will develop it, this, I say? for example, they say the haya of the gaze. When it comes to haya, shame, modesty, one of the most important aspects of this is the haya of the gaze, to lower one's gaze. Allah's Rasulullah said, سهم من سهام إبليس He said, the gaze is one of the most poisonous of the arrows of iblis of shaitan. من من أبدلته إيمانا يجد في قلبه hadith Qudsi Allah's <tosses> Rasulullah says, the words of Allah ta'ala That person who will lower his gaze on a daily basis there will be temptations today unfortunately we are living in such a shameless environment any newspaper, any magazine, billboards you walk out of your house, every direction you turn there is this temptation to look at that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forbidden one so develop this parda, develop this curtain of the gaze learn to lower your gaze Allah Rasulullah said this is one of the most poisonous of the arrows of shaitan Because whatever your gaze falls upon, its ax, its effect forms, falls upon the heart If a person's nazar, if a person's gaze becomes awara, it becomes free Then the hardness of the heart, the zulmat of the heart, the darkness of the heart This is a natural consequence of that Then to concentrate in salah, concentrate in our ibadat, concentrate in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, concentrate in our du'as to develop that ta'alluk and relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes very, very difficult. The more we will let this gaze roam freely, the lower the level of iman, the lower the level of haya and shame within us. So like I said, all the time the temptation will be there, the challenges are there. Hadith al-Qudsi Allah says Allah says من تركها min makhafati." If a person has the khawf of Allah haya of Allah shame of Allah modesty for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that as I said becomes a deterrent deterrent for what? for him to stay away from this temptation lower his gaze lower your gaze develop that modesty within yourselves Mantara Kaham min makhafati. the one who will Resist the temptation of looking at haram out of my fear that is the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala says, I will give him such iman, such iman, such iman, such iman that he will taste the sweetness of it in this world. A lot of times we hear that of especially the friends of Allah ta'ala that they used to experience ecstasy in Allah's ibadat. Allah used to say Inna shahwati fi al My shahwat, my lazzat, my ecstasy is in tahajjud salah. We hear of the awliya or the salaf e the pious friends of Allah Ta'ala, at the time of death, they are crying. Someone asks them, why are you crying? Someone is saying, I'm crying because I can't fast anymore. Someone is saying, I'm crying because I won't be able to read Quran anymore. Someone is saying, I'm crying because I won't get the Maza and ecstasy of nafil-ibadat anymore what were they referring to that lazzat that ecstasy that enjoyment that allah ta'ala has kept in his ibadat what is this hadith teaching us what is the road to that enjoyment what is the road to that enjoyment or an essential component of developing that maza and ecstasy and enjoyment of the worship of allah subhanahu wa taala is to lower your gaze allah says give up give up the temptation of looking at haram and I will give you the maza and ecstasy of Iman and my ibadat and my worship in this world.